The last game week was a great one for the Premier League big boys. Arsenal continued to live the dream after getting their first straight win against Fulham. Chelsea bounced back from the defeat to Leeds by claiming all three points against Leicester. Liverpool got their first victory of the season in a five-star performance at home against Bournemouth. Guardiola's Man City showed the stuff champions are made of after completing a 4-2 comeback against Crystal Palace. Man United handed Eric Tenaghi's second Premier League victory at Southampton, but there is still a big room for improvement, and Tottenham maintained their fine run of form after beating Nottingham Forest 2-0. The UEFA Champions League group stage draw took place last week also, and we'll be discussing this and many other topics tonight. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast with Swartz. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us till the very end. Um, my name is Chikubi Luabuchi John Kennedy. Um, I think I'm a Chelsea fan. My favorite player in football would be Eden Hazard. Yeah. So, it's nice it's to be on the show. Of all time, yeah. Wow. Um, thank you. Okay, so hello everybody. Um Adebayo Abdukabir. Popularly known as KB. Um my favorite footballer right now. I'm an Arsenal fan by the way, so my favorite footballer right now is um Bukayo Saka. Favorite player of all time, Oliver Kahn. I'm a goalkeeper, so yeah, Oliver Kahn. Uh, Oliver Kahn. Um, thank you, guys. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you for having us. Um, let's let's start with you, KB. As an Arsenal fan, how do, how do you feel now? Like, how happy are you? Of course, I know you're happy with your performances and all of that, but how happy are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll say it, and I'll be very, very sincere in the fact that um, Arsenal is is not just about the results. It's not just because they are getting, they are winning matches every weekend. It's the, it's the way they are doing it. Ideally, what happened this weekend, if it was last season, they would have dropped at least two points because this what happened is the way the, um, is the fact that the art spirit in winning, even though they were not playing, they didn't play well this last weekend, but there was spirit. They knew, they believed that they could win. So that's just the reason that's giving every Arsenal fan hope for this season. So yeah, so I'll just say i I'll just give us a, I'll just give, I'll give us the score of eight. I'll do so well. Uh, I think I think that's the most important thing. Like there's the spirit. You have players that are showing character. I mean, see yeah, exactly. the your captain braced up after you considered the goal and everything. He got the equalizer himself and everything just turned around. I think it's very commendable. And considering the fact that they are a very young set of players, you know. Exactly. And the fact that everybody knows us now to be the soft, like in quotes, like the soft yeah. So, like, um, the fact that they're actually not coming up with those spirit. Imagine Gabriel that committed the offense for the goal coming back to still have his head up to score the winner. Just the spirit is different. Exactly. I'm even I'm even really surprised and impressed. I must say, like, is it's been a it's been a very good season so far for us now. All Arsenal fans are surprised. Everybody in the world. 
Okay. Yeah, so um Adiba, like do you feel you could you guys could win the league this season? No 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 the best this season, like if we end the season being fourth this season, we are going to celebrate mm. it like we have won the World Cup. That's how <laughs> that's how like this season, all the only thing every Arsenal fan is looking forward to is playing Champions League next year. Any yeah, other thing is not a bonus. So if Arsenal finishes third next year. By next year, as a bonus, like we can actually just decide to stop playing football anymore. And I will be so happy that okay, we are, we are done. But fourth position is just what we want. So any trophy that comes with it, and anything less than fourth this year, I don't think anybody will accept it. So, you, you know, you know why question is most Arsenal fans be you know four wins out of four, they're just shouting. You know, they're you know. they carried away, and I promise you, Manchester United is coming. Well done, well done, well done to Arsenal, too. Well done. Thank you. And I think they deserve to to celebrate. I mean, it, it's been a long time coming that. <laughs> Um now checks. Let's let's move on to Chelsea. You guys, of course, you won your last game against Leicester and you don't yeah. have the proper nine you don't have a proper nine yet. And spending that much money on for Fana, according to what we've been hearing. Do you think do you think um you guys how do I construct this now? Do you think you guys will still be incomplete spending that much money in the transfer window? And um, first of all, Fofana is a wonderful player. I mean, he's young. I mean, I think he's still in his early 20s. And most of our center back, including Kulibali, we just signed is in his almost in his veteran state. He's a pro now. He's about I mean, 33 years is, is not this. So, getting for final will be, I mean, a, a young star that has potential to, you know, be better and continue to be better. I think that's a very good signing for me. And you ask whether we whether will be incomplete. I think we'll still be incomplete. I think Chelsea needs to get enough firepower this season. I mean, just Raheem Sterling has been the only... I mean, this season, I think only Ryan Fair is the only attacker that has scored the goal for us. I mean, we had Jorginho with James and um, who, who scored this? I mean, Kulibali. We haven't had attackers getting on goals and assists for us. Mostly the um, wing backs and the and Josh Ryan Sterling, who is the only attacker that has got the goal for us this season. I mean, how bad is that? I think we need to get more firepower in the sense that we need more forward players. I think Chelsea should be looking to that before transfer will end. I think the problem, I think the thing with Chelsea is that it, I think it's the transfer policy from the top because they've spent so much money in young stars, like so much money on those young stars and they're not yeah. focusing on, they're not focusing on oh, where now, they yeah. yeah, Everybody knows that. It's, it's not rocket science. Everybody knows that Chelsea needs a centre forward. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea needs a right right center back because that one that um, we are playing Chaloba right with James everybody we all know that they are not ideal 
And yeah. I understand that the for final deal is no no player wants a price tag like that at that big. I'm sure that Fofana, if you ask him, he does not want that 70 million tag on his head. But yeah. it is the business of the game. It yeah. is not just the need for Fana. As much as we will try, so that this James will play right wing back. I'm not happy seeing the James play right back. It's better as a right wing back. So it would be nice yeah. if they get. If, I don't just have the money. So people are saying just spend 70 million on a centre back wedding the striker. They will still buy his people. And I just don't know where, where the confidence is coming from. But I don't believe Chelsea will go into this season with Albert as a knight. I don't want to believe. So bro, I just look from bro, somewhere. Like, but it's actually hmm? possible because we don't we, I'm I'm not seeing Chelsea making efforts to find any top or if not even a top player to say any forward player. We are just going for wing backs, defenders and I mean, the whole thing is just looking so shitty to me right now. The transfer, the transfer market is still for this. I, I didn't like today. There were rumors of Zara coming up. And one thing about big teams is that once they they have the money to spend, so once they find yeah. a player that they want to buy, even if on the deadline day, if they pick out any striker in Europe and they yeah. say, we'll drop the money for you, they will yeah. come. So I mean, and they can they can wrap these deals very fast. Yeah, and I have a feeling like today now with your with Aubameyang deal. I don't know why I'm just feeling like Aubameyang will actually sign for Chelsea. He he actually should. He will. He should. Sign for Chelsea. I mean, I'm I don't I will be I will be happy to Aubameyang sign for Chelsea. Those, he, I mean, he, they should he should actually become to Chelsea. I mean. Oh, yeah, actually, with, with, with the way, with the way ba- ba- Barca is playing right now, and it's obvious that he can never be first choice anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. Chelsea is willing to bring him to Premier League. Where I'm making I have a feeling, yeah, I have a feeling with the fact that he has history with Tuchel um, before. So I'm very yeah. sure that it's a no brainer. So if they, if they tell Oba that Oba will go back to giving you 300,000 pounds a week. It's going to come. Manchester can afford it, and it's a proven good striker. So I don't, I don't know that Chelsea will get it done. Although nice win by the week, nice win during the weekend, Sha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Ryan. Telling and James, yeah. Um, KB, you mentioned something earlier that my United is coming to the top, something like that. Yeah, you know that. Me, we, let me we, tell you one thing. Yeah, United. With make I finish with tonight, the talk with their yeah. performance so far, especially against Southampton. Are you still convinced? Yeah, they got the win and all of that, but are you convinced about the way they are playing? Do you think they, they have what it takes to compete for the top four? Um, I'm not totally convinced about Manchester United. I, I think the thing is that nobody in the world. Even Terag is not convinced about Manchester United. It's very sure. But one thing that I I I gained from watching the match against Southampton is that he made he makes for a manager he should be able to make a decision and stand by it and stick to it. And whether it's going bad or is or the or the is looking like you are you are making progress with the decision, you have to stand by it. And he's making even though he's spending your money in a very lovely way. That is the good. That's the only thing I'm having question marks about the way you're splashing hundred million, yeah, sixty million. That's another story. But it's obvious that the way he wants to play, 
he has already established this and he's saying, okay, this Mr. Man, you don't fit in. This man, Mr. Man, you fit in. And he's being stubborn with it. Now, if they are good enough to compete for top four, I'm not sure. But top six, they should. But that top four, as of now, with what they have at the moment, I still feel, I don't think they are, they are going to the season with Ericsson, Fred, Ericsson, McTominay. They have Casemiro now. Is it going to be McTominay, Casemiro? Is it going to be Casemiro, Ericsson? Like, those questions, we still need answers to them. Then the fact that the good, like, is Ronaldo in, Ronaldo out. So, the a lot of stories that we need to be short. So, if Ronaldo stays for the season, I can say, yes, they will fight for top four because of the Ronaldo factor. But if you are losing Ronaldo and getting Anthony, that... I don't know how quick he will settle in into the Premier League. Then I can say, okay, a top six will be a success. But you are keeping Ronaldo in the Premier League and beginning Casemiro. I have Casemiro, Varane, Ronaldo in your team. Top four is the minimum because these are serial winners. So that is just, just those, those answered questions, those questions that need to be answered. Then we let us know whether we should trust the process or we should say, okay. They're not strong enough. Um, I mean, um, on this issue, like, I just want to say something. In as much as we banter Manchester United, I think I think we are now beginning to forget that Manchester United are a big team, a very very big team in Europe, and they have the ability to bring in players because they have the money. I mean, they are the I think they are the richest team in Europe. To be very honest, I mean, just before I got on this program, I just saw that. I think the deal is confirmed for Anthony. They are going to pay 100 million euros for him uh, for, for the five, for the five, on a five-year contract. So, I mean, in as much as we tend to see Ronaldo, because he wants Champions League football, he doesn't want Champions League football. If you ask me, I feel Manchester United or without him, they will do well. They just have to focus on their gameplay, focus on the character and the energy in the squad. Because I feel they have lacked that in the past days. They lacked character. I mean, they play the ball as if they just come to just collect salary and go back home. That is one thing I'm saying about Manchester United. But when the and the fashion you did have for the sport, I mean, then top four is just the beginning for them, to be very honest. With the squad they have. I mean, Rashford of then. He's not Rashford of now. Come on, what are we saying now? I don't like Manchester United, but the way they play now is heartbreaking for anybody. I feel you, but you don't want to a Ronaldo that is not happy in your squad. It's terrible. The thing is, Ronaldo goes both ways. Ronaldo, it's it's a win-win for this particular situation. If Ronaldo, I mean, I, it's not money. It's not, money cannot make him stay. It's not about money. Ronaldo is very. It's not about what he wants. He wants to football. Yes. But I feel he he could stay if he sees that okay there's a project that is going on at Manchester United and if I could just is that I'm so sorry I don't no project no project to no project to excite Ronaldo he just do you not know that do you not know that no no the thing no the thing is no I get your point I'm trying to say that Ronaldo is not chasing Ronaldo does not need the picture of Manchester United for his personal goal. Ronaldo's main fear, which everybody knows, is that Messi is playing Champions League football this year. 
and his goal yeah. scoring record is at stake. That is why Ronaldo was offering himself to Napoli. Do you know how? Do you know how? Do you know what that means? Like they're offering Ronaldo to Marcel because they're playing Champions League football because they know that if he gets there, he will score at least five goals. He has to too low. If he if if he had made that move to Napoli, I I lose my respect for Ronaldo to be very honest because. He, Bag and he's running away. That is what he's looking like. If he's a true man, he will stay at Manchester United and build that club to what it was and what it used to be and leave him proud man. That is what everybody should expect from Ronaldo in good. I mean, that is another way to show your name back to the world. I mean, why would you do your just because of Champions League football, which you have had? More than eleven years of it. I mean, I mean that would be exactly. No, the thing is, the thing is, is motivation. What what drives Ronaldo is the fact that he play wants to play Champions League football, and we all know that with the Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, they're going to score goals. And it's all he's saying, all Ronaldo is saying is, this one year that I will not play Champions League football, Messi is going to beat my record, and so he knows. Like this thing is basic. If not beat it to come, it will come close. And Ronaldo knows that he might probably retire before Messi. These things are, these things are projections for retirement. He's thirty-seven. He knows that no matter how far he pushes himself, one day he will retire. So if there is no assurance of him playing football this year, he's not sure. Like nobody knows when he will retire. Nobody knows. But he does not want to have to play Europa, Europa League. Does not count with Champions League totally. So he knows. So he's trying his way to. I think he has offered himself to almost every club available in Champions League, like Bayern, like they have to come and deny it. And and every club has not looked at his face. Exactly. No, that's why. That's why he's going. That's why you're hearing um, his agent linking him with Napoli, uh, Marcel. Like it's just because they're linking Ronaldo with Sporting. Exactly. Just because anybody that's in Champions League, see, let me tell you, if a Yiba football club is in Champions League, Ronaldo will be linked to the Yiba. That's at this, no, this well, level. I, I think Ronaldo will that he's not going back to his boyhood club that's um, sporting this one. So, it's just other European things. Yeah. I think Napoli was the latest What I feel is, no matter what Manchester United's project is, Ronaldo does not have the time again. It doesn't have the time for a project. Exactly. It doesn't have for a project. A project will take like two, three seasons. Ronaldo no, doesn't have that time. He doesn't. He's not ready for the project. Two, three seasons. The project is already... Is already in fact, the project is now. I mean, they already... They've signed how many players this season? Ericsson, Casemiro, um, Tyro Malaysia, um, Lissandro Martinez. Now, right here, they're going to send Anthony. What do you mean by the project is two to three years? If he stays this season... I'm sure that they're going to be Champions League next year. Ronaldo's only project is the Champions League. Do you think if he goes to Napoli, he's going to win the Champions League? He will score goals. He will score goals. You do get He scored five goals. He scored goals. He last season. What happened? What happened? What changed? What happened was that? What happened was that? The goal difference between he and Messi or oh, that goal scoring, that goal scoring charts became wider. That's what happened. <laughs> if he, 
Okay, wait. I'm not. I'm not saying that Europe, Europa is the matchup for for um Champions League football. But all I'm saying is Manchester United was the team that made Ronaldo. To be very honest, to be very frank, Ronaldo was was made Manchester United. It is nothing for him to give back to Manchester United by contributing to this project that is happening now to make the club used to be before. I mean, if he does this, the fans will definitely be shouting his name everywhere. Who is Messi? Where, where in, in, in Manchester, who will be Messi in England? Is that... Actually, Bro, I get your point. But the thing is, Ronaldo does not own Manchester United anything, any favor. Because I think he has done them enough favors. Even United do not no, honestly. The thing is, they know like at the stage Ronaldo has gotten into now, if he decides to walk away, it will still be a Manchester United great. They will still respect yeah. him, whatever. Because even last season, even last season, when they had a very uh, I would say terrible season, but if yes season. He was still their best player by now. So the is not everybody understands where it's coming from. To be, to be, to be, to be, I hope he stays this season with United. I actually personally I don't want him to leave because I don't know where he's going. But on the fact that you don't want to keep especially with, with the fact that Telag is a new manager, you will need to um you will need control in the dressing room. And you don't want a Ronaldo that has his own ego. And you don't know whether you will be happy to stay because all, all you United need is a bad loss to have a divided dressing room. And it's obvious yeah, if Ronaldo yeah, yeah. is in the dressing room, all these Casemiro, Varane, they will be on his side. And I'm taking these important players with Ronaldo. And you cannot bench these players. Like, you cannot, you can bench Ronaldo now and say, okay, um, he cannot press like Rashford. That's why, because that Telag's excuse of Ronaldo cannot press. It is one cast. So that'll be a point. Yeah, it's going to cast very soon because people will be like, like against Southampton, everybody realized that okay, okay, I'm not pressing, but where is Ronaldo? He's on the bench. So next game, they'll be waiting for Ronaldo to start playing. Maybe against Bournemouth that we don't need to press. People expect Ronaldo to start. So that'll be a time people be asking questions. So if you are everybody it's not the way it's not the way football works actually. There's some big players that cannot go in the bench. So if you have yeah, Casemiro yeah. joining and Varane and they are all close friends with Ronaldo, they want things together. You don't want a Bruno Bruno obviously also belongs to that fraction. So you don't want you don't want a situation that Ronaldo will be unhappy and is dividing your dressing room. So that kind of stuff is always easy or always better to clear it before the window. So I won't be surprised before Wednesday. Are there any rumors of Ronaldo dropping a transfer request or something else? Because he only has one year left on his contract. It's not as if he's going to be he'll be my youth for three years. He has just one more year left. So he can decide to terminate his contract. It all depends on what he wants and if he still wants it. But United without Ronaldo or with Ronaldo, they should be competing for top four. They already have enough resources. Yeah, and we seem don't to have yeah, they don't have more distractions because it's Europa League. Europa League, they can play Elanga, play these <laughs> academic boys, Gnadri, what they call it. All these small boys, and they'll be fine. But they need to focus on getting that top. Uh, okay. 
Let's quickly move on to Liverpool now. Their performance against ah, Bournemouth. Performance. <laughs> they, 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 they went wild with Bournemouth. That was not the performance I made. Mean. That was that was his statement. <laughs> whatever, whatever they did, Bournemouth, Bournemouth will not forgive them. Ah, ah, no, now. I think all of us offended. All of us. I think it's the media that caused this. Bombers were just the ones that suffered it. Like everybody <laughs> triggered. We all we all tried doubting club. We yeah, there was yeah. nothing that the papers were mean to club. They were saying all they were saying money or no money. They were saying Femino is dead wood. That Femino belongs to the champ. There were a lot of ridiculous things in the media. But ha, nine zero. Liverpool was something. I mean, if you want to get some of the goals, were, I mean, a little bit cheap. A little bit cheap because, I mean, I mean, apart from the Arnold, Elliot goals, I mean, but some feminine goals, they got pinpoint. The feminine goals are very cheap. But, however, I'm not getting any credit even from Liverpool's win. It was. It was something. I was shocked. One fact is that one fact is that uh, Bournemouth are not as good as other Premier League teams because Arsenal basically massively have, have demolished them already. But it's the manner Liverpool did it. Like at times when teams are winning 4 0, 5 0, they just be like, let's just pass and give possession exactly. and keep going. Club wanted to destroy these people. Like it was obvious that they they were chasing stands. Like when it was eight zero, I was th- and he brought on this young star, this right back to replace Arnold. I was thinking that okay, maybe Club is trying to like calm down. No, a single error. They make you errors in the midfield. I was still shouting. I'm like, bro, nigga, it's eight zero. Like calm down. <laughs> They is already laughing at 9-0. I'm like, what, do you want 10? Like, is that what you want? And it's not as if Bomber's got a red card. Like, most of these demolitions that we know of, like the Leicester one and the Tatum one, there's a red card in between. They were yeah. level to level. It's just that maybe Anfield, you know, the Anfield power. Like, that, that yeah. is a me. Because they were just, <laughs> Bomber's were just not up for it. And the Bomber's goalkeeper, I, like me, when I watch football matches, I pinpoint the goalkeepers in like I'm watching football because of the goalkeepers. I always I don't like to see. the guy had a good game. Like imagine considering nine goals and your keeper still had a very good game. That's how <laughs> it was. I just pitied them. Liverpool did not try. Ah, it's, it's not fair. They have children at home now. Let, let's see. Let's see how um, Liverpool are going to. Keep the momentum going. From, yeah. I think their next game is against Newcastle at home. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. And as yeah. as Um, let's quickly go on a short break. Then we'll come back. We would just talk about the Champions League and make predictions for Champions League. And I hope you guys. I know forgetting to stream FPL, everything in between, and the YNWA podcast. We'll be back in a bit.
I'm sure we've we've all seen the um um what's the name of the groups for the Champions League. <laughs> and, and I think the most exciting for me there is Group C, the Bayern, Barcelona, Inter, and Victoria. Obviously, the Lewandowski versus Thomas Muller battle. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually see this Bayern back at to be a very fascinating match. I really don't know who, who to pick for me. Because, I mean, Baka now, Baka is something now. I mean, it's called Duke. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't feel every 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 Barca fan should see a mental health therapist before they are their first by a match, before they travel to Germany to play that match. You need to see a therapist and, and be sure that... <laughs> because he does finish... I don't. I'll be. I'll be not forgetting the eight Slavian. I mean, the player, the players that played in that eight game for Baka. I don't think. Wait, you know, have... they were in the same group last season too. Were they? Yeah, they no, were. No, no, Baka didn't last season. Baka did. They went from um, Champions League to Europa. I remember. Yeah, they were in the same they group. They were in the same group with oh, Bayern. Yes, yeah. they were. They played them last year. So, so wait, that, I think that's like three years in a row now. Yeah, they lost that one too, Roma, anyway. One was quarter wow. final or semi final. The last year was. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember now. I think back I lost three years. Yeah. Like yeah. Wow. Oh, the group uh, is very. The group C, I find that they added Inter. Inter Milan, I actually feel lucky. I'm scared for Barcelona in that group because Inter Milan have they can surprise people. Nah, I, I don't see any, I don't see any surprises coming from Inter Milan. I don't see any surprise coming from Inter Milan. <laughs> I feel Inter Milan doing Actually, thinking about it, Mbaka has like upper and over inter a lot because there are a lot of players I mean, that can no, just I mean, I mean, top. But and another another um exciting match I would want to see is the group H they have PSG and Juventus in the same group. I mean, I, I look at the group and I notice <laughs> I look at the group and I notice that most of the top signings, I mean, Haaland, Marcetti, Dortmund, um, Lewandowski, Bayern, they are just, it was like, I think it was in 10 days, let's just see how the top signings doing their new teams against their old clubs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this obviously promises to be exciting. Uh, what about Giroud, Giroud and, it's Giroud and Chelsea group Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, I'm not, I'm not, You know, they always they always like pull Liverpool and Napoli together. Almost I was about to say that. that group A, this group A is very is a very very difficult group. Like, oh, yes, so very at the moment, Napoli the hot too. Yes, Napoli the hot. Ajax will try, and Liverpool yeah. is like obviously going to be there. So that group is not going to be based. 
I mean, I, I see Liverpool losing one game in that group. You know, honestly, yeah. I don't see them losing. I, I, I well, I wouldn't say I see them losing, but of course, they can't get 18 points like they did last season. Exactly. They can't. Uh, let's just make predictions for the winner. Who, who do you think is going to li- like lift the trophy? Do you think Madrid are going to hmm. and defend this their title? This is deep. Well, oh, for me, I, I, I have to say Man City. Well, Man City, they've been trying for like four or five seasons exactly. now. I and, and you see, that new sign is the goat, Haaland. I think that epitomizes the fact that they need a good core. I mean, he named that when he hear the name. Just like when he hear Benzema. You you just be hearing goals. I mean, that's just must have to win this season. Okay. Um, what do you think? I, I was thinking of Manchester before, but something just told me right now. Like, what just came to my head? PSG. I uh, yeah. That, that's uh, yeah. a very, very bold game. I was just thinking of PSG. Yeah, but PSG do. I mean, with, with their new coach, they will have new purpose. And, and Neymar has been hungry for a while now. I mean, Neymar is very hungry this year. Once they pick the right midfield this year, because they have a quite clear setup. Their, their defense is quite not bad. Their attack is world class. But now their midfield, once you get the balance in the midfield, I feel they can go with all these champions. I think they can win. Right. I, I stick with my match to uh, I'll, go, I'll go for Bayern. I'll just go for Bayern. Because we all know what Bayern are doing. Bayern did not sign a striker. They are doing money and inshallah. What kind of rubbish is that? Bayern I'm happy three of us like picked three different, you know, made different predictions. And we yeah. might we might all be shocked. There might be a surprise winner from yeah. First make top four first before you take <laughs> first move your group. I'm dead. All right, thank you guys this so much. For I really yeah. had fun talking to you guys. It was nice to be here. It was nice to be here. Okay. Thank you so much, man. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Thank you for staying with us till the end. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and drop your ratings. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWATS underscore broadcasts. It's going to help us grow a lot. Join us next Monday. Until then, have a good night and enjoy the rest of your week.